Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. We're going to do a short right now on the Minnesota Vikings. And Vikings fans... I think you're going to like what I have to say. I recently did an article, you know, post-draft article, remaining weaknesses of every team. And this is a team I had, besides the Patriots, this is a team I had the hardest time finding a glaring weakness. And you could say it's the offensive line, but they've certainly addressed it, and they get guys back from, you know, uh, from injury. Let's just start there, I guess. You know, I mean, as it looks now, they're going to have two new tackles, Riley Reef, Mike Remmers. I think Remmers is going to be very ordinary. Reef's an above-average starter, but not a superstar. But that in itself is so much better than the TJ Clemmings of the world. If you're average at tackle compared to where you were last year, that's two giant steps forward. I like the interior a lot better. They have Boone. They've got Berger. I think Isadora in the fifth round is going to prove to be a steal. And one of the absolute steals this draft to me was Elfline in the third round. I assume he'll be the center. Nick Eaton's in the mix too, but I mean, I think Elfline's your starting center. And again, I think this offensive line, last year they had no running game and they had no vertical passing game. And people want to blame Norv Turner or coaching or Sam Bradford or no lack of, you know, no Adrian Peterson. Um... You know, Peterson would have helped, but to me, this line was so bad last year that you could not execute offense any other way than a, you know, a very horizontal passing game. I expect this, the changes this year to change that. And I'm a Bradford believer. I'm not saying he's one of the best 10 quarterbacks in the league, but man, he played well last year, you know, and he's been thrown into strange circumstances the last few years. Hey, go play for Chip Kelly and boom, you played well. Yeah, he played well in a totally new system. He's been through so many systems. I think he's an NFL starting quarterback, pop, you know, contrary to popular demand, uh, popular belief. Teddy, I think, I worry that he's done. I really do. I, I, if you're the Vikings, he can't be in your plans. He didn't pick up the option. It's Sam's team and maybe you draft someone in a year or two. But I think you give him money. I mean, I, I think he's going to lead a successful offense this year. Because the line's not terrible. I don't like Latavius Murray, and by no means is he going to be able to keep up the Adrian Peterson role. But to get Dalvin Cook where they did in the second round, he might be the offensive rookie of the year this year. I mean, as long as he doesn't put the football on the ground and improves his protection, I don't know how he's not on the field at all times. And then you mix in McKinnon as a receiving back, Murray here and there. I expect Murray to fall out of favor because, to me, he's just a guy. But I really like the receiving core. You know, that Kyle Rudolph's an NFL tight end, and probably people in fantasy like him a little more than I do in real life. I don't think he's much of a blocker or much of a difference maker, but he's an NFL tight end, and that's you know, that's a, a quality statement. I think Stephon Diggs is an utter superstar on the verge of exploding. And if he was in New Orleans, you'd be talking about him like you do Michael Thomas and those guys, you know, or if he was playing with Aaron Rodgers, soy. 
But they got a lot of receivers all of a sudden. Yeah, Adam Thielen is a legit dude. Um, getting Stacy Coley that late in the draft might pay off. Michael Floyd is at near-death experience time of his career. Is he going to rebound and get him his head straight? The talent is obviously an issue. I liked Treadwell a lot coming out last year, and it shocked me that he could do nothing and you know get on the field. It came out that he's he was more injured last year than we knew. I'll buy that. Um, I do think he's going to str- struggle to gain separation, but I think he's a obviously a better player than he we showed last year. So I think this offense goes from being abysmal that could had no vertical passing game, no running game, to maybe being the twentieth best offense in the league. Which doesn't sound great, but again, that's a giant step. Bradford's second year, better offensive line, better weapons, Cook. And if the defense plays like it did for, what, the first two months, maybe longer of last year, this that's a hard team to beat with the 18th, 19th, 20th best offense in the league. This defense is loaded. This defense is loaded. Linville Joseph's a star in the middle. The Floyd situation is obviously worrisome. Uh, Tom Johnson can give you quality snaps also on passing downs. Jaleel Johnson, I think, was a nice pickup in the fourth round, too. So I think the defensive tackle, three-technique situation isn't ideal, but it's not horrible either. And I think they make up for it a little bit on the edge. Brian Robeson is getting up in age, but a quality player. I forgot that they had added Dayton Jones. Maybe he plays some three-technique, particularly in passing downs. Maybe he bumps inside. An interesting addition for them because he certainly is not a 4-3 defensive end, speedball, 260-pound guy. He's more of a versatile, move him, align him all over the defense type of guy. Uh, Everson Griffin is still playing really well. And my crush is Daniel Hunter. I think Daniel Hunter is this league's next great pass rusher. And if I'm right about that, this defense is going to be even better. You know, I mean, look at the production he put up last year on a limited snap basis. I mean, if he becomes a full-time, every passing down type of guy, plus he might be in the 15, 18 sack range. I do think he has that ability. And if that's true and they can drop these seven athletic dudes into coverage without blitzing much, this is going to be a really hard defense to move the football on. I like Anthony Barr. But I feel like he's miscast a little bit. I I think he's more of a 3-4 type outside linebacker than an off-the-ball player. And I didn't think he had a great year last year. Um, I kind of feel like he's a little bit of a square peg in a round hole. Eric Hendricks is a quality dude. Uh, Fourth-round pick Gideon, I think, will be fine for them. Uh, Lamore came over from Cincinnati. They're okay at linebacker. They're not great. They're good. I mean, Kendricks is probably the best player of the group. He's the leader of the unit. Greenway's on his way. Wouldn't shock me if next year they use a pretty high pick at some phase on the second level. Secondary is really good, though. Harrison Smith's one of the absolute best two or three safeties in the league. Probably one of the the weakest starting spots is Zendejo next to him. But they just gave him starter money. I mean, they know who he is. He's not a superstar, but he's not going to kill them out there. And they have a lot of corners. I mean, Terrence Newman's the story that I don't understand why isn't bigger news for... You know, there's there's some guys out there to play in advanced age, but for a corner to do it, you know, I mean that is a athleticism, speed based, you know, position more than any other on the field. And Terrence Newman's still playing at at a, a very advanced age. Obviously, this team sinks a lot of their resources into the corner position, and that goes back to sort of the Bengals' way of doing things with Zimmer. 
Trey Waynes is a former first-round pick. Xavier Rhodes is a former first-round pick. Um, Mackenzie Alexander was a second last year. I think Rhodes has superstardom written all over him, you know, with size to match up against, you know, the bigger-type receivers. Uh, those guys certainly don't grow on trees. So I think when I did my defensive ranks for the Locked on NFL podcast a little while ago, I had the Vikings at like seven or eight, and I feel pretty confident about that. Last year when they were just shutting people down left and right is probably a bit of a you know pipe dream, but high-quality defense, good offense, not a lot of holes, think they're well-coached. I think the Vikes could be a playoff team and maybe could you know kind of unset the, the pack as the best team in the North. Is that the new iPhone? Yeah, got it on T-Mobile. Fastest iPhone deserves America's fastest LTE network. Introducing the amazing iPhone 8. It's the best iPhone yet, now on America's best unlimited network. For a limited time, save up to $300 on the amazing iPhone 8 after 24 monthly bill credits. And now join T-Mobile's iPhone upgrade program for free. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details.